known by the message of an angel, may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Catholic Radio for your soul in North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Live from the KATH 910 AM studios in Las Colinas and broadcasting across North Texas on the Guadalupe Radio Network. This is the Good News Show. Good afternoon. Welcome to this edition of the Good News Show on this June 26, 2023, here at the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. I'm Dave Palmer, fresh from a week's vacation, and so I'm very refreshed. And studio here with Cecil and Diane, and uh, thanks for joining us. Well, Cecil and Diane, thank you for joining <laughs> us today. Um, but thank you, everybody, for listening. we got a lot to talk about during this hour. In fact, uh, in just a few minutes, we are going to be joined in studio with Bill Kula, who is head of communications for the Catholic Foundation. And we're also going to have uh, um, Catherine Wagner on the line with us. We're going to be talking about the Catholic Foundation's 18th Annual 2023 Art on the Plaza Competition. I always think this is very interesting. Uh, I love going when they unveil and kind of introduce the winner. Remember last year that uh, oh, yes. Robert Opal? I mean, who could ever forget that guy? He was so exuberant and so excited and did this beautiful drawing of a monarch butterfly and his presentation was so cool. But uh, the the announcement today that Bill and Catherine will be talking about is the fact that uh, they are now opening it up uh, for artists to submit their art, uh, which has a deadline in September. It's September 8th. Uh, put probably no mistake that it's the, uh, you know, that's the, um, birth, birthday of our, of our lady. Yes, indeed. And so, anyways, we're talking to them in about 10 minutes about, uh, what kind of art they're looking for. They have a theme this year for the first time. So we'll tell you what that theme is. And so that should be very exciting. Also, at the bottom of the hour, my friend Walter Crawford, uh, who is one of the founders of, Ca- uh, Homeschool Connections is going to talk to us about the upcoming fall, um, season of classes. If you're a homeschool parent, uh, and would like to have an option of some online live or recorded classes. Uh, Walter is a sponsor of the station and has classes in all different topics. And he also has something called Good Counsel Careers, where if you have a teenager and they're trying to figure out kind of what they're going to do with their life, uh, they might be able to help it to that end as well. And then at the end of the program, we are going to play an interview that uh, I did with Sissel's help at our recent um, GRN retreat with Father Bill Casey. Okay. He was the retreat leader for our retreat and really did a great job. Everybody was very impressed. And as you know, he's going to be the speaker for the 2023, uh, summer speaker series event, which is only three weeks away come this Thursday. Okay. Three weeks away this Thursday. If you have not bought your tickets yet, please, please do so. Do not delay. Uh, we want you to be there. Uh, you know, have a glass of wine and some food. We're going to have the Transmitter of the Faith Award. It's just going to be a great evening over at the, uh, the Frontiers of Fight Museum. And also, here is a cool thing. Um, uh, thanks to our wonderful super volunteer and last year's Transmitter of the Faith Award recipient, Carla Lacroix, we have one Summer Speaker Series ticket to give away during this hour. Okay, it's just going to be during this hour. And here's how you win it. If you were already planning on going anyways, or you're listening now and thinking, yeah, I want to go, 
Uh, if you go online this hour between now and let's say 12.55 and you go to summerspeakerseries.com and buy at least two tickets, okay, this hour only, and, and we'll find out as soon, you know, we'll get an email as soon as you buy tickets. Uh, if you buy those two tickets this hour, we are going to put you into a drawing for another ticket. Okay, the tickets are $75 and include the great talk by Father Bill and the the wine and the hors d'oeuvres and all kinds of good stuff. And it's just great events. So um, this is really for people who are thinking, you know, I was going to buy tickets. You know, maybe I was going to do it a week or two weeks from now. Do it now and you'll have a pretty good chance. I'm, I'm guessing there might only be three or four people in this drawing. Uh, to win an extra ticket. So you were going to bring one person, now you can bring two. All right, so uh, go to summerspeakerseries.com and get your tickets, at least two tickets, and you'll have a chance at the end of the hour for a drawing for another ticket, thanks to our wonderful volunteer, Carla Lacroix. Okay, so the event again, Thursday, July 20th, at the Frontiers of Flight Museum with guest speaker, Father Bill Casey. Okay, so that's that. Anything else, uh, Cecil, fired up about the uh, the event this year? I am very, very excited. Uh, it's always such a fun time because, you know, again, we work in radio, and this is the time of the year where we get to kind of see everybody who mm-hmm. listens to the radio. Um, so definitely get your tickets and take advantage of this opportunity to potentially win a third ticket by buying two tickets during the show at summerspeakerseries.com. I'm always excited when we get to do a live drawing like that. Yeah, yeah, it is exciting. So we got to have at least two people do it to have a drawing. Otherwise, it's just going to be a giveaway to the one person who does it. Uh, so go on. Uh, right now, uh, a couple other things we want to talk about before Bill Kula and uh, Catherine Wagner join us to talk about the Arden Plaza competition sponsored by the Catholic Foundation is that we had a couple of parishes that we visited this past weekend, and uh, I did not go to Immaculate Conception in Denton. Neither did Cecil or Diane, so I don't know. <laughs> and I didn't hear any reports, but I do want to thank... Uh, Christy and all the folks out there, um, at Amaca Conception Parish in Denton, uh, for allowing us to come out, make a little announcement, talk about the Summer Speaker Series event. And so, uh, it's always such a blessing to be able to do that and to visit parishes. And we'll be doing more of those in the coming weeks, especially leading up to the Summer Speaker Series event. So, uh, if you have any poll at your parish and you are allowed to, uh, arrange for us to come out and just make a little brief announcement at the end of the Mass, or in the case of a Mac Concession, before the Mass starts, uh, please let us know. You can email me and Cecil and Diane at kath at grnonline.com, kath at grnonline.com. The other big announcement is that we are moving Again. officially this week. <laughs> yeah, uh, th- th- We're in a temporary place now. Uh, which is only about maybe a mile from our other office. If you remember our old office at the Overlook over by the, the Four Seasons Golf Course, we moved about a mile to the east, but we're in a temporary suite. But this week, we're moving into our permanent suite, we'll 910. Finally, fully unpack all the boxes. I know. I know. It's just, it's been so kind of unstable because we got, it just doesn't feel like you know, we're settled in, but we will be soon, and we'd love to give you a tour if you'd like to come up and see the new place, and at some point, we're going to have a office warming party, and so we'll let you know about that, 
and uh, probably in the next uh, month or two. We'll tell you about that, probably after the Summer Speaker Series event. All right. Uh, we also have an ambassador program. Do you want to ex- <laughs> this is, <laughs> You're trying to do two things. Yes, yeah. I do am. you want to talk about the ambassador program, or do you want me to while you're doing that? No, uh, absolutely. I'll, I'll, I'll start it, and then you can like finish okay. up anything I might have missed. But okay. the ambassador program is something that we are rejuvenating that we did years ago, and the idea is to have, well, really the like end all goal would be to have someone at every single parish in both dioceses um, be kind of a liaison with our ambassadors who would be over individual deaneries in the diocese, which is only, uh, gosh, I'm going to get the number wrong, but I think 15 or 16 between mm-hmm. both dioceses. Um, and then they would relay information to us about things happening at the parishes. And in turn, the ambassadors and representatives would make sure that everyone in these parishes are aware of Catholic Radio and what a great resource it is. So it's kind of a just basically making sure our communication lines are very well open. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, we have a few ambassadors now. We have a few more people interested in being ambassadors. I got a text last week from one of our dear friends who was interested in being you know representative for his parish. And so um, if that's something you're interested in, it's going to be co- it's quarterly meetings and then you just put as much you know time into it as you are able and want, desire to that could be an hour a month or a couple hours a month it's up to you but we want to make sure no catholic in dfw is unaware of 910 a.m all right very well stated and uh i don't want to pull you back into it because i know you got to get our guest on the line but uh, we also have a facebook uh, page for north texas and uh, we always encourage you during this program to get onto Facebook and sign up. We'll let you in. It's a good way to not only see what's going on, but also to post information about events at your parish or your apostolate or anything that's going on that's related to Catholics here in North Texas. Okay. And that's what we focus on here in the North, uh, on the Good News Show as well. So go to Facebook, GRN North Texas and, uh, the ambassador program that Cecil was just talking about. If you are interested in being an ambassador or a rep for your parish, it's a huge, huge help. Or maybe you would like to go out to parishes and speak, you know, be one of our our speakers. Some people love to speak. Some people, it's the most terrifying thing in the world to do. Uh, If you're in the prior category, then uh, shoot us an email, kath at grnonline.com, kathgrnonline.com, and we would love... Uh, to have you go out and visit parishes. It's a lot of fun, actually, to do because uh, most of us just kind of go to our own parish and uh, don't get to see a whole lot of uh, other parishes. Uh, but uh, every parish is unique. Every community is unique. The architecture is is unique for every single one of them. And so it's uh, it's kind of fun, you know, to go out there, to, to especially some of these far away uh, parishes. Last week, last week, I went out to Waxahachie, uh, St. Joseph Parish there with Father James Yamauchi, and I spent some some time there on Wednesday. That's a cool community. I mean, they've got a, a big, big campus and a lot of acreage and a, a bigger parish than you would expect from a, a, the Oaxahatchee. I thought it would be very small, but it's actually quite a big parish. I, I mean, like a big church, I should say. All right, so that's that. Anything else, Cecil? We got our guests on the line, and all is good. It's 10 after, so we're right on, on track. And don't forget, Walter Crawford with Homeschool Connections will join us at the bottom of the hour. And then we've got the interview that I did with Father Bill Casey to play at about 45 after the hour. And uh, don't forget to go out to summerspeakerseries.com. Get at least two tickets um, for the uh, July 20th Summer Speaker Series event with Father Bill Casey. 
And we will do a drawing at the end of the show today for an extra ticket, thanks to our wonderful volunteer, Carla Lacroix. Okay, so, all right, so the 2023 18th Annual Catholic Foundation Art on the Plaza Competition is here. I mean, it is uh, now your time for artists to submit original artwork. The deadline is September 8th. And all entries don't have to have a religious theme, but should embody the essence of the theme that we're not going to tell you yet, because I'm going to let Bill Kula tell us what the theme is. And I'll tell you a little bit about the Catholic Foundation Plaza. If you haven't been there, just north of the cathedral, uh, Guadalupe Cathedral, it's a 3,900-square-foot public space uh, located, like I said, just north of the cathedral, 2215 Ross Avenue in Dallas. It's located at the corner of Flora and Crockett Streets, directly across from the Morton H. Meyerson Symphony Center. The plaza is in a highly visible location for visitors to the Dallas Arts District. It was dedicated in 2006, and the plaza was a gift from the Catholic Foundation to the Dallas community to commemorate the Foundation's 50th anniversary. All right, so we have uh, joining us in studio is Bill Kula, who... Uh, is the Director of Communication for the Catholic Foundation. How are you doing, Bill? Good to see you. I'm great. Thanks for having us, Dave. Yeah, thanks uh, for being here. And also, Catherine Wagner is a longtime judge of the Art in the Plaza competition sponsored by the Catholic Foundation, and she also is a retired CEO of the Business Council for the Arts in Dallas. And she joins us by phone. Uh, Catherine, good afternoon. Thank Thank you for being on the show today. My pleasure. Absolutely. Yes. All right. There you go. All right. Very good. All right. Well, let's get right to it. And uh, Bill, let me begin with you and uh, talk about the theme. You guys have a specific theme for the first time ever, right? Why a theme and what is it? That's true. And I'll have Catherine elaborate on it. But for the first time ever in 18 years, uh, the judges opted to have a, a specific theme to try to channel the look and the feel and the vibe and the personality of all the entries. Uh, in years past, we said, submit whatever is on your heart. Submit whatever creativity is in your mind. And this year, the judges felt like it was important to have a specific theme, which uh, is hope, H-O-P-E. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we, we read in Scripture, uh, faith, hope, and love, and they're all intertwined. And I must say that I think hope is a beautiful uh, theme for us to use this year because there will be so many opportunities for Texas artists to think of what to them hope is all about. And that's what we're looking forward to receiving. And we've already received uh, a very large number of calls and emails from uh, would-be artists this year asking us about the competition. And it's it's far more calls. We've just recently announced the launch of the campaign, and we're already uh, getting a number of calls and emails. So that's very exciting, and it gives us a lot of hope. Yeah, and that's good to tie in that theme there as well. That's very nice. And, you know, of course, hope uh, is, uh, you know, you have the theological virtue of hope, which is directly related to God, and you also can, you know, hope to see a movie this weekend or hope, you know, so so I think by its very nature, it doesn't have to be religious. And Catherine, I'll uh, bring you into the conversation, and as a longtime judge, 
In light of that theme, uh, what advice would you give to prospective artists as far as saying, gosh, you know, how overtly religious or where do I go with this hope theme? Well, what would you say about that in, in light of that theme? Well, you're right. I mean, the, the theme is a broad one, and it was a broad one by design. Um, you know, I just want to go back and thank our committee chair, Cindy Gummer, because she introduced the idea. and She's been a great chair um, for all these 18 years since the inception. And thank Matt Kramer, who's the executive director, and Cheryl Mansour and Linda Sheets and Bill. Great job on getting all those entries. I know that you're behind that. Just great job this year. Um, well, I mean, I think that um, we liked hope because it could be um, more spiritual, it could be more secular, but, you know, I think one of the things behind it was that um, there's so so many ways to come at it, and in a world that needs a lot of solutions, you've got to have hope before you have solutions, because if you don't have hope, you're not going to look for solutions. So, um so that just, you know, gave it a focus, but not overly focused and didn't and wouldn't allow for we didn't want a theme that would be so focused that everyone would come to the same conclusion of what they should be um, submitting to us. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So, so this allowed for it to be broader. It allowed for people to for artists to even look at, um, you know, scripture for uh, inspiration or. Uh, poetry for inspiration. Um, they can certainly look inwardly, um, hopefully deeply, um, for what their thoughts are about that. And then, you know, the other the other part of this is, you, you know, as an artist, you have like this tremendous platform to show what the three million visitors that come to the Dallas Arts District, um, how you um, visualize hope. And hopefully, it's hopefully. It's, uh, it's <laughs> out, right? We can't not say that word, <laughs> can we? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I, I hope we are able to mention that many more times during the course of this interview. So, uh, well, Katha, thank you for that explanation. Bill, let me uh, bring you back in. Uh, one of the incent, I think, you know, a lot of people art artists for art's sake and artists for beauty's sake, but you also attach a pretty hefty. Uh, prize to the winner. In fact, you've doubled the prize this year to $5,000. Now, that's going to get a lot of attention because, you know, we all need to put food on the table and artists are no different in that regard. Why, 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 why doubling it? And what do you expect in regard to the number of people, um, you know, entering the contest as a result of this doubling of the prize money? So our CEO, Matt Kramer, who Catherine mentioned, is just a wonderful man, and he spoke to our board of trustees and expressed the interest in increasing the level of the stipend to the winner. Uh, For years, it had been $2,500, and our artists absolutely were thrilled to receive that. But as years continued, and we have seen, uh, it's not necessarily anything related just to inflation it's it's the fact that the the attention to detail and the professionalism of the art that we have received over the last few years has just continued to grow and grow and grow and we felt it was it was honorable and the right thing to do to double the first place stipend to five thousand dollars we do think that that'll be uh, welcomed by the artist. Uh, we've also doubled the honorable mention prize. That had been for years $250, and so that'll be $500. So by having the uh, first place prize be $5,000 plus having your public 
art displayed for one full year in the heart of the Dallas Arts District, we think that this presents an, a beautiful opportunity for Texas artists to display their creativity, to uh, showcase their individualism, and as we are talking about with this theme, to, to spread the hope from their perspective. And so we believe that uh, the new first place prize and the increased honorable mention prize are, are worthy. Um, our, our artists have already expressed appreciation for that. And so we're looking forward to what we anticipate, <clears throat> excuse me, what we anticipate will be an increased number of not only entries, but that the professionalism of the art that we receive will continue to grow even higher than it has over the last several years. Yes. And uh, Catherine Wagner, as I mentioned, longtime judge of the Art in the Plaza competition, uh, uh, sponsored by the Catholic Foundation, also a retired CEO of the Business Council for the Arts in Dallas. Catherine, let, let's talk a little bit um, about you know, rather than this year's artists, but some of the ones in the past, um, I'll refer to a couple of them. You can talk about what you or some of the judges also liked about these particular pieces. And I want to start with the one that's currently on display. And as I mentioned, I'll never forget uh, Robert Opal and going and just his exuberance and his just larger-than-life personality last year. His art, which people can still see until the new one replaces it, is called Wings of Joy. And he described it as a way of describing the artists and musicians in the Dallas Arts District where the Catholic Foundation Plaza is located. Can you speak about this particular piece of art and also perhaps an invitation for people while they still can to go out and view this one while it's still there? Mm. Yes, yeah, so um, Wings of Joy, I think one of the things that's remarkable about Wings of Joy is that it is an interactive piece, which people might not realize uh, at first, although people are really smart, so many people have taken their selfies or pictures of others at Wings. Myself Boy, included. Um, this, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, um, so I think that having something like that uh, in in the arts district is really uh, is joyful, is fun, draws people onto the plaza. The plaza is such a wonderful, welcoming place to sit and rest. Um, when you're walking the arts district. And so I think, um, you know, and it's very graphic. So I think it, it also was an image that would be seen well on the plaza. But then the plaza, you know, you, uh, is also accessible, visually accessible from the street. So you want an image that is also very clear and understandable from the street level. So it did that as well. And then the colors, as you, you mentioned, ex the word exuberance. Um, so the colors are very exuberant. They're joyful. The shapes are very joyful, um, and I think just the act of a visitor engaging in it is also joyful. And, you know, to that end, maybe joy should be next year's theme or <laughs> honor. <laughs> I hope Bill Did we just make an executive honorable. decision here live on the radio? Okay, I, I think it's... Uh, no, it, no, I can't make the decision it's, by it's, myself. It's a done deal, okay. <laughs> Uh, and uh, Catherine, if I may just follow up on uh, another question with you, uh, the artists, as they submit their, you know, their artwork also provide a little explanation, a brief explanation of the painting. How important is that from a judging perspective to not only see the art, but also to kind of get a little bit of the background or, uh, or the, the written explanation of it? It's, I would say it's important. Most artists when they are applying to be, for example, um, a part of a gallery, you know, when they're when they're wanting to be included in a um, 
artists within a gallery situation or um, looking to show in other places will include an artist statement. And that is important because it gives the reader more insight into the work and sometimes will point to things that you might not see at first glance, but with that direction, with that written direction, then you notice it. Um, And so I think it's important in that way. I like to read them for that kind of information, but then I also like to go back, and I'm only one juror of seven, so I just, you know, these are my opinions, and that's why it's good to have a jury. Every every one of us is different. Mm -hmm. Um, But then, you know, ultimately what I'm thinking is, People on the street, people sitting on the plaza are not going to have that information. And so what will they take away? So I think it's illuminating. I think it can point to things you might not as individuals have seen at first. But then at the end of the day, really the work has to stand on its own, just like work in every museum, you know, really it stands on its own. The labeling can give extra information, but if the work isn't strong, that's, you know, then that's it, you know. So, yeah, <laughs> that's uh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Catherine has already mentioned, Bill, the the public aspect of this, and you know, a lot of major urban areas like Dallas have really embraced public art. I think it's it's awesome to be able to go over there by the cathedral and see this. And if you could just explain why this public aspect of the art is important, I don't know if you have any kind of statistics of how many people are visiting it or even. Uh, just anecdotal, you know, stories of people who have maybe contacted the Catholic Foundation and thanked you for the public art. Or well, t- tell us why this is important to make it public. Well, there's a growing awareness that the that the Catholic Foundation Plaza is a part of the Dallas Arts District, and and the Dallas Arts District itself has grown. On the front page of the Dallas Morning News uh, on Sunday, yesterday, there were um, uh, several articles that talked about the emergence of trying to bring about public. Uh, housing for artists to live close to the arts community. And it's a very nice read because it gives a little bit of a history and it talks about some of the key pillars of the arts district. Um, as Catherine mentioned, we know that there are some three million plus individuals that visit the Dallas Arts District each year in downtown Dallas. It is a Dallas today is not Dallas of 1970, 80 or 90. It is a walkable, friendly place. And it's not just because of Clyde Warren Park, but so many people uh, find opportunity to enjoy uh, togetherness with their family or friends in Clyde Warren Park. And then they work their way just south into the Dallas Arts District and they go uh, see shows at the Meyerson and at the Windspear and they go to um, the uh, the Dallas Museum of Art and then they see the Nasher sculptures. And so we want to create a very public, invitable, free space for people just simply walking on the sidewalk to encounter and come upon the Catholic Foundation Plaza. Last Thursday, I had a beautiful experience um, after the crazy rainstorm uh, subsided our communications intern, Morgan Hunter, and I were there uh, shooting a video of last year's winner, Robert Opal. And we were talking to him about what hope means to him. And by the way, one of the things that he said is, when I look back on my life, I remember the difficulty and challenge I had of learning to ride my first bike. And whose hand was on me, whose hand was on the steering uh, bars? It was my father. He said, my father gave me hope to know that even though I might keep falling off my bike, I eventually was going to get it. And he said, 
I won't be entering this year, of course, but if I were, I would be trying to resurrect an image that showed the joy and the hope between my father and me that allowed me to realize I could overcome a challenge and suddenly I could be riding a bike. Uh, the previous year's winner, um, uh, uh, Gina Lee, shared something similar with me to say that when you saw the brilliant colors of, um, of her Be Happy painting that won the year before, she was trying to showcase hope in a challenged world. So one of the things that, um, that I would just say is that hope is going to take upon so many different um, uh, looks and feels from the artists this year. But when you're walking through downtown, and if you're having a down day, if you've missed your bus, if you've missed your uh, dark transport, if you uh, applied for a job and you didn't get that job, if you're having trouble at home, and you happen to be walking past the Catholic Foundation Plaza, our hope is that you would look up to the plaza, you would see the art, and it would bring a sense of uh, joy to your life. Uh, we have added a mosaic of the Blessed Mother, the Virgin of Guadalupe. You have a beautiful painting here in the studio of Virgin of Guadalupe. That's a new element. We're going to be planting drought-tolerant um, foliage and fauna in that area that's going to enlighten uh, the, the, the side wall. And so we're just trying to bring even more uh, beauty into a, a, the, the so-called concrete jungle that does represent a lot of happiness and can represent a lot of hope for people when they come upon the Dallas Arts District and they take some time to um, soak in the beauty that's there at the Catholic Foundation Plaza. All right. Thank you so much, Bill. Just have a couple minutes remaining. Catherine, I want to kind of give you an open-ended question. There's probably a lot of people listening right now thinking, gosh, I don't know if I'm good enough for this. You know, we all have our, our self-doubts, and uh, especially since they're upping the <laughs> the prize money. Well, what would you say to that person that's just thinking like, gosh, I don't know if this is for me or not. How good do I need to be uh, to submit something uh, for this Art in the Plaza competition? And, and maybe just a word of encouragement to the artists out there to go ahead and give it a shot. What would you say? Well, I would say um, that this is an open field. There is, this is such a great opportunity. There is no entry fee. <clears throat> Almost every artist opportunity that I know of, so many, I won't say all of them, but many, many have an entry fee. This one does not have an entry fee. It makes it so accessible. And, you know, <laughs> we're talking about hope. So, you know, and hope precedes solutions to problems. So if you're thinking about growing your art career and you're looking for a great opportunity, then I think you should submit. And I would say, you know, submit, um, you know, execute as well as you can. Um, this is an important, it's a good opportunity. You can enter year after year um, and submit your most authentic work. And so, you know, I think there are no shortcuts in art um, because art is such a personal expression of an artist and people can tell if something is authentic. So execute as well as you can and, you know, put your best work forward and enter. Um, you know, there's there's nothing to be lost. You have created another artwork. It could be that you are the one that is chosen. It could be that you um, are the honorable mention. Um, if that doesn't work out, still have a work of art that you created that is your very best. You can still enter it into other exhibits. And then, again, next year, um, enter a new work. Yeah. So there's no reason not to and every reason to do it. 
Yeah. I, I don't see what would stop anyone. Yeah, that, that's well said. Thank you. And as I recall, uh, Robert Opal from last year, I think he had entered into the seven times, and so that, per, that persistence uh, certainly paid off. Uh, Catherine Wagner, thank you very much for being on the program. Bill, I want to uh, kind of close with you. Just give us the nuts and bolts. I know the deadline is September 8th. I know there's guidelines on, you know, CatholicFoundation.com, but what do people need to know as far as you know, okay, I'm going to submit. What are, what are some of the basic uh, rules and what, what should be the first step that they should be doing right now? Um, yeah, if they do have any questions, by all means, reach us at the Catholic Foundation. We do have all this information on our uh, Catholic Foundation Art Competition webpage at catholicfoundation.com. Um, but we the deadline is not until September the 8th. Uh, and so artists can drop off their art uh, at our office. We're not too far from, say, the um, High Five, the LBJ and Central Expressway. So you would just drop off your artwork. It is uh, going to uh, – the main thing to remember is that no photography or computer-aided general art can be accepted. So this is actual painting. There's lots of different mediums for painting, but it will be a, um, a smaller version of what will then be – translated into a larger nine foot by 28 foot presentation on the foundation wall so what the individuals are actually submitting to us in the office is a um, is a much smaller uh, version of that please get the information from our website because we'll receive those and we generally start receiving those in uh, August uh, and then uh, a few about a week after we've received all of the entries those are placed on display in our boardroom we invite our uh, panel of, of judges with arts background like Catherine to come in. They view all of them. They get up close. They inspect it. They debate them. They talk about them. It's a really beautiful exercise that they go through in a very um, uh, professional fashion to uh, winnow down what they believe is the best representation. So um, there is plenty of time over the summer to uh, think about what hope means to you and go ahead and uh, put that on the medium of your of your choice. Uh, it's just a few inches, like nine inches by uh, to, uh, uh, three inches. Um, again, get all the details at CatholicFoundation.com, and then we will um, uh, go through the judging in uh, mid-September, and we will announce and unveil and dedicate the 18th annual winner on what we hope is a much cooler day than today, or at least we hope it will be, on October the 11th. It better be <laughs> in October. <laughs> All right. Uh, th- thanks so much. We are uh, a little past time, so i got to uh, bring this to a close. Catherine, thank you again uh, for being a judge awesome. for so many years and for being on the program with us today. And Bill Kula, thank you for uh, gracing us with your presence here in the studio. Good to see you as well. Thank you, Dave. All right. CatholicFoundation.com is the website. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and come back with Walter Crawford, Homeschool Connections. Uh, maybe you're homeschooling your child uh, this fall and looking for some online options. He's going to tell you uh, what they're offering and also maybe how to give your teenager a little guidance in, uh, in regard to their uh, their future career. So Walter will join us right after this. 
The 15th annual KTH 9:10 a.m. Summer Speaker Series event will be Thursday evening, July 20th at the Frontiers of Flight Museum in Dallas with guest speaker Father Bill Casey of the Fathers of Mercy. Someone would ask me what I think is the biggest single problem facing the Catholic Church today, scandals notwithstanding. I would answer without any hesitation that it is the widespread loss of faith in our Lord's real presence in the Blessed Sacrament. Tickets are $75 each and are on sale now at SummerSpeakerSeries.com. That's SummerSpeakerSeries.com. Hello, it's Todd Sluter, licensed professional counselor with Epiphany Counseling and sponsor of GRN. I've been blessed to work with many individuals, couples, teens, and families in our diocese, incorporating counseling principles with authentic Catholic values. God wants you to have a greater sense of joy and purpose. If you or someone you know are struggling to find purpose, stuck moving forward with goals in life, or a relationship is not working, you may need to seek a counselor to help regain hope and healing. You may get in touch with me at 469-556-8336. Victory Investment Strategies is a sponsor of KATH 910 AM. They pray for continued blessings on all who make Catholic Radio possible in North Texas. The unique programming is vital to our daily lives. Victory Investment Strategies is a full-service investment firm owned by Joel and Elizabeth Victory, members of St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth. They offer a variety of products and will customize a plan to fit your individual needs. 866-810-6800. 866-810-6800. Securities offered through LPL Financial Member FINRA SIPC. All first responders in the Diocese of Dallas and their families are invited to attend the annual Blue Mass on Saturday, August 12th at the Cathedral Shrine of the Virgin of Guadalupe. There will be a blessing of the fleet starting at 9 a.m. and Mass at 10 a.m. This special liturgy is for all those in public safety, law enforcement, EMS, support staff, and all whose service helps keep our communities and nation safe. Visit cathdal.org forward slash Blue Mass for more information and to RSVP. Looking for a career move where you can put your faith into action as you build relationships within your local community? Decided Excellence Catholic Media is one of the fastest growing private media companies in North America. We are seeking media, marketing, and sales professionals who want to join our team to produce exclusive faith-filled magazines that support local businesses. To learn more about Decided Excellence Catholic Media, please visit DecidedExcellence.com. That's DecidedExcellence.com. Hi, this is Dave Palmer. Do you love all that you're learning about the Catholic Church here on the GRN? And are you ready to dive into the deep? If so, join us each Friday afternoon beginning at 1 p.m. Central for Back to the Father on the GRN's Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages as we discuss key teachings of St. Thomas Aquinas' Summa Theologia and their application to our everyday journey through this life and our goal of returning Back to the Father. Each Friday at 1 p.m. Central, email backtothefather at grnonline.com for more information. All right, we are, we are back, and this is the Good News Show here on KTH 9, 10 a.m., uh, 24 minutes before the top of the hour, so we're moving along, and wanted to bring in the conversation, Walter Crawford, uh, you often hear spots uh, for Homeschool Connections. They recently had a, a big homeschool conference, and they've got good council careers, and of course the online classes, and they're very creative, and also doing a lot of good to uh, educate a lot of uh, young uh, students uh, and not so young students across the country. So Walter joins us to talk about what's going on with Homeschool Connections. Walter, how are you? 
I'm well, Dave. How are you? Yeah, good, good. Well, yeah, you know, this is all, uh, you know, other than being a sponsor, I've also been uh, one of your, uh, I guess, teachers with my SUMA class for the t- last 10 years. And so I, I have a real inside look on how cool um, Homeschool Connections is. But I know the big push right now is for the fall registration. Is there anything else summer-wise going on before we talk about fall, or are those classes all you know, on the way, and uh, any anything else going on this summer that you want to promote? Oh, yeah, great question, and uh, we're always willing to promote and anxious to promote our summer courses, so we have a lot of those still in the hopper, so to speak, um, ones that are already concluded to kind of give people a flavor for the type of courses we we like to pass, you know, to create an interest among students. Um, a couple of them have come up for the for the for the summer, and granted, these are already these are already passed. But just to kind of give folks an idea, like uh, one of my favorites by title alone is the science of Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, studying kind of the aspects of science in relation to the movie Star Wars, which were were quite popular, obviously. But uh, what's looking ahead? Uh, looking ahead, as far as uh, summer courses go, we have photography boot camp. And um, that's going to be a great one. And also Meet the Saint, which is kind of a fun one because Kevin O'Brien of EW10 fame, he's been on their uh, their uh, programming for quite uh, well, at least in the past. Um, he he does a, uh, what he does is he dresses up as a saint and lets the students interact with him as a saint. He's an actor, a trained actor, so he'll sit there and he'll he'll take questions as the saint uh, of the day. And he, and he changes from one saint to the next, and, meaning uh, from one day to the next, he's a different saint. And they're asking him questions about his life and or her life, not, not so much her life, <laughs> but, <laughs> his, uh, but his life. Um, and it, it's a really great opportunity for the students to find an interest that is more than just a book. Now, are they, are they trying to figure out who it is, or does he let them know who the saint is right off the bat? Uh, no, they definitely know who they are. Oh, okay. Um, but, it, it, but yeah, it's not a it's not a who done <laughs> it. But it is it is an opportunity for them to see what it's like to be that saint and interviewing them, right? Yeah. So it's a, it's a real neat opportunity. And, and then, by the way, that's indicative of a lot of the classes that we host. Uh, they're they're designed to engage the student and and, and create an interest in learning about whatever that subject matter is. And that's one of the benefits of instructors like yourself who do such a wonderful job of making it interesting, right? Making the SUMA come to life. Um, and that's, that's what we, that's our aim. That's our aim to keep interest in the subject matter alive and not to squash it, which is so much as, um, you know, in other situations can be the case, but not here. We, we try to aspire for uh, an enthusiastic approach to learning the content. And hopefully that's something that catches the student's eye and makes them want to go on to do something in a similar vein, you know, explore it further on their own or even take it to the next level and write a book or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Whenever I have you on, I always kind of want to talk about the trends in homeschooling. And I know, you know, the, the, the pandemic really changed things dramatically. And I think a lot of people, you know, every, pretty much everybody was homeschooling there for a while and many of them continued. Is it continuing to grow uh, across the country and perhaps in, in Texas in particular, uh, the, the, the families that are choosing to homeschool? Yeah, I think so. I think, um, in fact, I know so. What we're seeing, I think, from our point of view, and granted, we're not looking at it from a from just a corporate level. We're not looking at it um, as what is what is the ultimate trend heading but but i think what's happening is 
um, at least the sec, you know, because of the secular influences on a public school, uh, a lot of a lot of parents are saying, "What what are what are my options? Homeschooling has to be the the, the best way, right, um, for them." And so that seems to have uh, continued beyond the pandemic. Has continued the uptick in homeschooling, and certainly in Catholic homeschooling circles as well. I think parent really parents really saw the benefits of homeschooling, and so that is something that. Because of that, they're um, very, very uh, optimistic of what it, it has to offer their children. I know our, our own children in particular, my two oldest, have gone on, and now they're at the college level, and they're doing quite well at the collegiate level. So um, there's, there's reasons to believe and um, that it, it, is, it, is, it is a really good fit for most families. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that it's beneficial for everybody, because it's not. There, mm-hmm. there, there, are a lot of, there are a lot of circumstances which... Uh, would prevent a, parent, uh, a set of parents from doing it. But um, for those that are able, I think they found it to be very, very beneficial. And so that's why I think the trend is continuing, you know, trying to trying to counter the culture that we're facing, right? Um, and, and that's so popular among, um, among the current public school system. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is, right? Yeah. And so parents are just trying to keep their kids Catholic, really. Um, and, and, and also keep them interested in the subject matter, uh, the, uh, the histories, the math and all that. They're trying to keep them interested in it all the while, while, um, trying to avoid all the influences of the, of the culture today. Yeah. Walter Crawford joining us, one of the founders of Homeschool Connections. They're found online at homeschoolconnections.com. And we'll talk a little bit about the, the fall offerings here in just a moment because uh, registration is on right now. In fact, I think if you sign up before July 15th, you get uh, $20 off, uh, a little discount, and every every dollar counts these days. Uh, Walter, I'm, I'm just curious because there's a lot of different ways to homeschool. Of course, traditionally it's in-house with, you know, typically mom and the kids, and then there's these hybrid schools and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, co-ops. Uh, what, what you're doing is very unique because it's, it's online, both live and recorded. Do you generally find that parents are doing a little bit of each and then they're supplementing with maybe a Homeschool Connections course? Or do you find a lot of uh, parents just say, hey, we're just, the, the whole curriculum for my kid is going to be online courses. Uh, well, what's, well, to talk about that. What do you recommend? Like the whole thing or, or pick and choose particular ones to do online? Yeah, it's another good question. You know, one of the things that we, I'm a real advocate of taking all of our classes for ever, forever. In other words, I wouldn't say to a parent, "Hey, sign up for all of our classes, and that'll be that'll be all you'll need." Um, our our approach is to be a stopgap, right? To be to be a, uh, a filler um, for for parents who need a particular course uh, or set of courses, um, but not to be. What we we really don't advocate for kids to be in front of the computer ad nauseum, right? For the point where they're they're just their their eyeballs are falling out onto their keyboard, right? We don't want that. <laughs> We're not, we're not, we're not interested in that at all. We, we want to, we want to, we're advocating for the kids rather advocating for the parents. And I think we all as parents want our students to have less screen time and more outdoor time. Right. And so, um, ideally what I think we would be, uh, we best serve parents who are looking for courses that are trying to find, maybe they don't have a local call. Maybe they don't have something that's, um, that even if they have something local, it may not be exactly what they're looking for. Well, we can support that. We can aim with all the courses. We have over 200 plus that are being taught this school year. 
and meaning live, and then we have over 500 that are recorded. Um, you probably will find what you're looking for among that collection of courses. So that is our aim, but not to be a one size fits all for everybody. Uh, we want it to be really um, kind of a, a part of their curriculum, not necessarily all their curriculum. Now, it is worth pointing out that some parents will do that. They will sign up their students for their courses just because they love the teacher so much, right? They, they love the teachers. Um, the teachers are excellent. We have, as you well know, Dave, being part of our faculty, uh, you're really, really good at what you do and you're really passionate and you're really enthusiastic and you really you have bring so many attributes that um, are hard to find elsewhere. Uh, and so, or you may have to turn over a number of rocks to find them. Well, not with us. You, all the teachers come to this, come with a charisma and a love for teaching and a love for teaching our students. So um, that being said, um, I wouldn't say that we're, um, we, I wouldn't encourage parents to actually sign up for all of our classes. I love it, you know, from yeah. a financial point of view, but I really want them to do what's best for their kids, and that's kind of our approach too. We, in fact, our own kids, that's how they did it. They took um, they took some courses with us. They took some with the hybrid, uh, uh, the hybrid uh, not the hybrid, uh, as a co-op. And um, that worked really, really well for us and has, mm-hmm. and has continued to work well for us. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very good. Wish we had more time, but let me just direct people to the website. Uh, as Walter said, 200 live classes, 500 recorded. Uh, you know, it's, it's math, it's science, philosophy, theology, mystery fiction, uh, you know, uh, you know, every, everything, languages, uh, they're all there, homeschoolconnections.com, homeschoolconnections.com. And Walter, is it July 15th is a deadline for the, uh, the, 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 the discount for early enrollment? Is that right? Yeah, on or after July 15th. I'm sorry, on or before. Okay. If you on or before, you, so if you did it at 11.59, 11.58, Eastern Time, July 15th at, at night, um, you should be able to sign up with the discount. If you do, wait till the 16th. It's The prices go up by $20 per class. All right. Very good. Hey, thanks for joining us. Uh, again, everybody, uh, check it out, homeschoolconnections.com. Even if you're at a traditional school or a Catholic school, you can always sign up for some of these summer programs for your kids. Uh, and it sounds like a lot of fun stuff, including the science of Star Wars, as Walter said. So, hey, uh, good, good to talk with you, Walter. Thanks so much. Yeah, thanks for the time, Dave. Have a good one. All right. You too. God bless. All right. It is 13 minutes ahead of uh, 1 o'clock, and let's just spend the rest of uh, this time uh, talking amongst ourselves about the Summer Speaker Series event. And again, uh, we are going to have uh, a drawing, we hope, at the end of this hour for uh, anyone, all, all the folks who buy at least two tickets this hour to the Summer Speaker Series event by going to summerspeakerseries.com, uh, the guest speaker will be Father Bill Casey. The tickets are $75 each. And if you buy your two tickets, which you're probably planning on doing anyways, and at the end of this hour, we might have two, we might have three people in the drawing, you can win an extra ticket, thanks to our wonderful volunteer, Carla Lacroix, and also last year's Transmitter of the Faith Award recipient. This year it's going to be Stephen Cindy Porter. And so... Go online. You got to do it quickly, though, here in the next uh, five or six minutes. And I'll tell you, if you do it now, you're going to have a very, very good chance of winning an extra ticket. Uh, thanks to Carla. Okay. So, uh, summerspeakerseries.com, summerspeakerseries.com. Now, Cecil and I were at the GRN, uh, we call it the family retreat. It's all the, the GRN employees all descended upon Midland a few weeks ago. 
And we had a, a basically about a two and a half day retreat. And Father Bill Casey was the retreat master. And right before we left, we said, Father, can we do an interview with you? And of course, he was gracious enough to, to do it. It's about three minutes long and it focuses on what's going to be going on on July 20th. So let's roll that. And this will give you a little bit of a preview of uh, who Father Bill is and what he'll be talking about on July 20th. And while you're listening, especially right afterwards, get online and buy your tickets for a chance to win one extra ticket, summerspeakerseries.com, summerspeakerseries.com. Here is my conversation with Father Bill Casey. Hi, everybody at KTH 910 AM. This is Dave Palmer, and uh, we just finished our retreat with the entire Guadalupe Radio Network, and our retreat master was none other than the wonderful Father Bill Casey of the Fathers of Mercy, and this is a great opportunity while we're with him to remind you that on Thursday evening, July 20th at the Frontiers of Flight Museum, Father Bill Casey is going to be our keynote speaker for the 15th annual Summer Speaker Series event, and so, Father, first of all, thank you for the retreat, and also thank you for... Um, being our speaker on July 20th, and I hope the the kind of things that you spoke about this uh, week for us will be kind of the same kind of theme because it was really powerful. So do you have any little uh, teaser of what you might be talking about on the 20th? Well, um, when I'm with you, one of the things that obviously I want to focus on is the vital importance of the evangelizing work of uh, Guadalupe Radio Network. And, uh, you know, I'm a father of mercy and our apostolate is to preach parish missions and retreats all over the country. But everywhere that we go these days, uh, we're seeing the terrible effects of the great loss of faith in our time. And it seems like every Catholic family has been wounded in some way in this terrible abandonment of faith in our day. Uh, It seems like every family is wounded in one way or another. Uh, wounded by addiction in one form or another, wounded by drugs, wounded by alcohol abuse, sexual abuse, wounded by uh, pornography, poisoning souls and minds and marriages more with every passing day. We see the families wounded by infidelity and bad marriages, suicides, crime, violence, and atheism. And uh, we know that uh, there has got to be a spiritual renewal in this country. And uh, that's where the work of Catholic media comes in, Catholic radio especially. And I can tell you uh, all of the the great reports that I have heard, the witnesses that uh, I have spoken to who have told me that their lives have been changed forever, dramatically, just by something they heard um, while driving on Guadalupe radio, uh, Catholic radio in general, you know, something that they heard that strikes a nerve in them, plants a seed in them, and something that ultimately brings them back to the sacraments. So uh, we want to focus on those spiritual fruits as well. Again, the vital importance of what, what you do there. Yeah. And by extension, what everybody who is coming on the 20th of July is doing, because not only will you hear a very inspirational message from Father Bill Casey, but you also get to support the Guadalupe Radio Network right here in North Texas, 9, 10 a.m. So, Father, thank you very much. And uh, we're very excited. Please, 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 we want you to be there with us. It's going to be great food and wine, a great talk, and an opportunity for you support to support the mission of the Guadalupe Radio Network in North Texas. Go to summerspeakerseries.com and get your tickets. They're only $75. Summerspeakerseries.com. We hope to see you Thursday, July 20th, Frontiers of Flight Museum, 15th Annual Summer Speaker Series event. 
All right, that was my conversation with Father Bill Casey a couple weeks ago, three weeks ago in Midland as we had had wrapped up our uh, retreat, which was Wednesday through Friday, and we were all headed to the airport or leaving, and uh, I said, Father, can we do that? And so so he was gracious enough to do that. I just want to remind you as we close out the, the show, the, the reason we originally started the Summer Speaker Series event is because summer months are really tough for nonprofits. And it just it's just the kind of the nature of the beast is that, you know, we we commit to maybe $30 a month or $50 a month. And then during the spring and the fall, we're in a routine and the kids are in school and everything seems kind of normal. But then in the summer, we're on summer vacation and every, the kids are home and everything's just kind of different. And we just find that, and every nonprofit finds that the donations drop down during the summer. So it's just harder to make ends meet. So we start, started 15 years ago, the Summer Speaker Series event. The very first one was called An Evening with an Exorcist. And, uh, uh, I'm just trying to figure out how how old you <laughs> you would have been a, a, t- a ten year old, old a ten yes. year yeah you didn't attend that one you weren't even not. a Catholic yet at that point nope, were you I was not uh, but yeah so then we had Sharon Lee Giganti and we've had so many of these uh, you know F- Father Michael Gately and Father uh, Donald Calloway and uh, Deacon Harold Brooks Sivers Raymond Arroyo uh, Father Leo Paddlinghug Jeanette Benkovic I mean uh, and she was called Jeanette Benkovic down at that at that time she's now Jeanette Williams but and and again, this is a fundraiser, and so uh, you may think like seventy five dollars, yeah, but you, you do get wine, you get food, you get a great talk. I think in and of itself, that's worth the seventy five dollars. But it also helps us to pay the bills during the lean summer months when donations definitely do drop. So uh, perfectly consider joining us Thursday, July 20th. We're hoping that hundreds and hundreds of people across North Texas will descend upon the frontiers of Flight Museum and just enjoy a great evening with us. Uh, Cecil's in charge of AV and food. We don't know the restaurant yet, but we have a few contenders, we right? We do. We do have some. And all their menus look delicious. So whatever it's going to end up being. We have the wine, which is the most important mm-hmm, thing. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I, I'm in charge of, you know, what you see and what you eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, again, Father Bill Casey, if you don't know him, you just heard a, l- a little bit of him. He's got a very booming, you know, voice and he's you know, just a powerful preacher. He, I mean, they are a preaching order. This is what they do. You know, he, uh, they, he travels around and does missions. And so he's, uh, very, very used to doing this. He's going to pack it all into about 30, 40 minutes. And then there's going to be a little bonus talk afterwards as well, which I'm very excited about. We've never done that. Uh, so anyways, um, the website again for the tickets to the Summer Speaker Series event is summerspeakerseries.com. Summerspeakerseries.com starts at about 6.30, Thursday, July 20th, which is three weeks from this Thursday. Okay. So the time, if you're a procrastinator like I am, uh, you know, it's, it's getting tight that the time is. So, so go ahead and go online and get your tickets. And uh, we would love to see you because, uh, you know, as Cecil said, you know, this is radio. We sit in the studio. We don't see anybody, but you're, you're listening to us. And it's good to actually be with you and have a glass of wine with you and shake your hand and uh, get to visit with you. So it's always a, a highlight uh, of the summer for sure. All right. Well, I guess that just about does it. Uh, thanks for joining us for the Good News Show. I think it's, uh, is it Young and Present this Friday? 
uh, for the um, no, not yet. It will be the next Friday. Okay, next It'll Friday is uh, Young and Present uh, with with Sissel and uh, Victoria, and this Friday at one o'clock we are going to have the triumphant return of Back to the Father. Whoop, whoop. And I think I've just been thinking about which philosopher we always talk about Saint Thomas Aquinas, but I'm thinking maybe Jean Paul Sartre is going to be the Ooh. philosopher that we talk about his existentialism and also some of the problems that he has uh, created in our culture long after his death okay so that would be kind of fun one o'clock social media sites for guadalupe radio network back to the father we hope to see you there thank you for joining us thanks to all of our guests for a great show today and uh, don't forget homeschoolconnections.com and also catholicfoundation.com and also very importantly summerspeakerseries.com to get your tickets for july 20th god bless you thanks Thanks for joining us for the Good News Show here on KATH 910 AM on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Please join us next week at the same time for the next Good News Show. We all must be prepared to meet women facing unexpected pregnancies with news of life-affirming options. Whether we pray at abortion or abortion referral facilities, serve at pregnancy centers, or just happen to cross paths with mothers in need, learn how you can help others choose life. At the National Sidewalk Advocacy Conference on October 6th through 8th in Dallas, top leaders will tackle the new frontiers of pro-life outreach to transform America from post-row to abortion-free. Visit ProLifeConference.com for tickets today. Do you need a new branding strategy that allows you to educate and engage with your local community while building trust and credibility? Decided Excellence Catholic Media offers a very unique branding platform which showcases you as the expert in your industry. Our exclusive publications are open, read, kept, and shared with thousands of readers and communities throughout Texas and nationwide. To learn more about our powerful branding solutions, please contact Doreen Chaney at dchaney at decidedexcellence.com. That's D-C-H-A-N-A-Y at decidedexcellence.com. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.